I'm Kenzie. And I'm Emily. And this is The Claw Crypt. Crack open a cold one with us. Well, we discuss everything true crime, mysteries, conspiracies, and much more. Try to. Yeah, round two. Let's get it. We had some technical difficulties with our last one. Screaming children in the background. Oh, yeah. Wi-Fi connection did not really work in our favor. (laughs) We also have two special guests with us here today. We got, like, the whole squad. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Where? Looking around like hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, Hello We have a Zach and a Sam I'm the Sam Yeah <laughs> I'm Sam the Zach <laughs> Do you like green eggs and ham? I haven't tried them but I need to Just food coloring Yeah it's just so food think, coloring Yeah because it doesn't make it taste different I love you know green eggs and ham, <laughs> eggs and ham. <laughs> Does the ham have to be green too? Yes, green <laughs> eggs and ham. Yeah, it doesn't okay, say green like eggs green and green eggs and ham, ham not Have green you ham. Seen the book? Yes, the ham wasn't green. The ham totally was green. No, the was ham not. was green. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to know. Green eggs and ham. No, not shopping. Um, see, the ham's green. In yeah, so- see. And some, not that one. That one's green. It's just very lightly shaded. Yes. It's just very lightly. <laughs> They're all green. Sounds like mold. <laughs> well, you know what? It's You're green. Dr. Seuss. I'm not that green. Dabba dee, dabba die. That's pretty fucking green. Well, it was St. Patrick's Day not too long ago. I'm just festive. <laughs> Last Literally. Week, but... Like a month ago? <laughs> <laughs> Trust us, we're Irish. I... <laughs> Oh no. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, so hold on. Before we start, yeah. I want to make a shout out to Daniel from Instagram for giving us a follow on Spotify. It's a paranormal investigator. That's interesting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. We need to get so, a thank you. follower who is, like, familiar with, like, law stuff. So when I have legal questions about this shit, I can just, like, email them and be like, help. Tell me everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can literally probably just find a lawyer online for that, too. But you have to pay actual lawyers. Some. Some of them will just, like, consult with you. I mean, maybe, like, I've seen, like, commercials on, like, the radio where they're like, Better hey, console. your first hour's free. Maybe I'll just, like, use all the first free hours that Save I Save up all your questions and be like, okay, here's your list. You have an hour. Go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, part one, we talked about Pazuzu, who was the whole, like, misfit, satanic, cult leader type dude. Um... <laughs> His religion was made up. It wasn't based off any actual satanic religion ever. Like, he decided... He was talking about, like, um, Aleister Crowley. Is that how you say his name? Yep. 
and Anton LaVey and someone else, and he was like, these aren't hardcore enough for me. So he, like, branched off on his own. But that's technically making his religion a real religion, because that's all religion is. Yes, but, like, I'll get into why I don't think it's a cult here. Um, His cult member's family, he was very inspired by Charles Manson, and um, it was literally just a bunch of drug addicts and misfits that didn't really go anywhere in the town. Like, they didn't fit in anywhere, so they just went to his house because he supplied booze, drugs, and Woo-hoo, you could house. do whatever the fuck you wanted. I mean... It was nasty, by the it way. Was oh, my God. There was, like, literal, horrible. like, human shit written on the walls. Piss everywhere. Yeah. Piss everywhere. They had a room that was called, like, the altar room, and it was just mm-hmm. full of, like... Burned nasty boxes and old nasty news. It was just so bad. The only room that was decent was his mom's room because she still lived there. Yep. The I posted the video walkthrough of when the police were going through to figure out if it was like uninhabitable or whatever. Oh, I posted that link on the Facebook and I think you put it on Instagram. I did put it on Instagram. Okay. Our so Instagram is popping lately. Facebook's not... All, only old people look at Facebook. <laughs> Gotta check the gram. Mm-hmm. No, I, <laughs> I like graham crackers. Those are good. Especially with marshmallows and chocolate. Are you oh. not allowed to gram? <laughs> I looked it up. Facebook? <laughs> no. Facebook is just the claw crypt. Yes. Facebook is the claw crypt. Yes. Not claw crypt podcast. I mean, it'll probably pop up, but yeah. I think it's labeled as a podcast. It I is, think there's like an option the for it. The title is The Claw Crypt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pazuzu had a bunch of tattoos, the whole split tongue thing, and the dremel teeth, which will be very important later, which is why I'm bringing it up again into very sharp points. I just, I, it doesn't settle oh. with me right about sawing your teeth down like that. I just, uh, uh, uh. even being high on meth. Like, that can't be comfortable. No, I don't even like bumping my tooth on something. Mm-hmm. Like, if I take a cane, I'm like... Yeah. Or coffee in the morning when you're, like, too tired to know what's going on. You hit the glass on your tooth and you're like... Oh, Ugh. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did a bunch of animal sacrifices and rituals and stuff like Usually that. Small ones, like birds and rabbits and stuff. Yeah. Poor little bunnies. You know, he would drink the blood and... Which is not Some healthy. Yeah, he. Oh, we talked about Matt Flowers. I'll bring him up again later. So he was like the My sort of Matt. sort of hero, I guess, in the story. He wasn't the best guy in the world, but he was. I still have a lot friends. of respect yeah. for him. Was the ex-military guy? Yeah. 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 He's not the. I don't want to make him seem like he's the greatest guy ever, but he did help a lot in taking Pazuzu down and making sure he didn't hurt anyone else. I honestly don't think the cops would have even gone over there if it wasn't for him. Nope. Probably not. They would have just sat and watched. Um, everyone was afraid of Pazuzu, including his own mom, it sounds like. Like, literally the whole town was, like, preparing for battle between good and evil. Like, people had, like, guns and Bibles, like on standby because they thought that there was going to be like this huge war. Like he was the Antichrist type. Yeah. Yep. Doomsday coming. Yep. 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 They even, um, in the documentary that you can watch for free on 2BTV.com, um, I think it's called The Devil You Know. Yeah, it's The Devil yeah, it's You the Know. Yeah, documentary, right? Yep. Yeah. 
Um, they show, like, a parade that happens in the town. I'm guessing around, like, 4th of July or whatever, whenever people do parades. And they had, like, a big float that was, like, evil is coming. And then, like, a bunch of crosses. It's, like, stay prepared. Pray to your Lord. Stay woke, like, son. Yeah, like, they were very religious as a town. So they took the <laughs> Satanism part so seriously. Yeah. This is not like that. I mean, Zach, you don't sacrifice animals, do you? No, in, in true satanic beliefs, the whole sacrificing children and all that stuff was never actually a satanic thing. That was just the people who thought they were satanic, but they were doing their own bidings by it, basically. And that's why people always think, oh, you're a Satanist, you love to sacrifice babies. That's not true. That's not true Satanism. You actually hear more about sacrifice in the Christian Bible than you do the satanic Bible. Yep. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Especially, like, sacrificing your own kids and stuff, that so was like, never going to be... Uh, yep. Uh, Abraham and Isaac. Yep. Yeah, God told Abraham to kill Isaac. Yeah, so and that's never been... Oh, no way. I was just kidding. Don't do it, man. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> there is no higher power than you, and that's what Satanism is, is. You are your own God. You are your own highest being. Even Satan himself isn't entirely a being. He's more of a thought of an aura type thing, not a person or a higher power than you. You are your higher power. This is why we gotta get him on our West Memphis case. I was just gonna say, we talked about it a little bit in part one. I didn't want to get too much into it. I basically just said, like, if you think Satanists are child killers and whatever, you wrong. look into it. Do your research. But for West Memphis, you're definitely coming on for a good chunk of it, because that whole thing was just fucked. Like, yeah, it I'm was saying, all of it. I've read the Holy Bible, and I've read the Ugh. Satanic Bible. I've read both sides, and I believe more on the Satanic side. Oh, another controversial thing that I brought up in our first try of recording this, but I'm bringing it up again because it's kind of important. Um, schizophrenia. Pazuzu had it. It has been in two or three of our episodes so far. They're not typically violent. Like, it is very unusual just because it's in this story does not mean they're violent. Even untreated schizophrenia is very rarely violent. Just, it so happened to be that these people had also... Schizophrenia. Yes. It's not everybody with schizophrenia is like this and go and murder people and yeah. It just sucks because it seems like every like if you're like reading about a different killer or whatever, like everyone's like, Oh my god, they had schizophrenia and they make it like a big thing, but it's like I don't know, I've met two people with schizophrenia and they seem like very nice people. My great grandma had schizophrenia and she never like hurt anybody violently she just saw and heard things that weren't actually there it's you know people just love to label what they're unsure of and put a blame mm-hmm. on any label they're yeah. able to on the other side of it schizophrenia is a real serious condition i did have a friend who was a schizophrenic and he would have violent seizures from it like epileptic seizures from yeah it as well and he he wasn't naturally a very violent guy but once he switched over into that that uh, other personality that he after he seized out um he was more violent he was definitely more violent more of the uh, yeah. I'll put my hand to your throat I won't actually hurt you but I'll put my hand to your throat just to prove to you that I can put my hand on your throat just to prove that I am the one with the control in the room not necessarily the same thing but my one of my siblings has epilepsy and uh, whenever she would have like a grand mal seizure she would wake up being very panicked, especially because she was so young. She didn't know what was going on. So she would swing her arms sometimes. So it's kind of out of fear, like fight or flight type of thing. And your survival instincts are like, whoa, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. 
Definitely. That, I respect that, but that's, yeah, like you said, it's a little bit different with those. I feel like it's, that's like waking up and you don't remember that you're on the ground. You were just standing up 10 seconds ago. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing with that schizophrenia. You don't remember what happens once you flipped until after you're done. You're like, oh, I had a seizure. Oh, I, I flipped out. Oh, I wasn't me anymore. But that other side isn't just a, oh, my God, what's happening? I'm lost, kind of in a void. And my, my grandpa's epileptic, too. He has seizures as well. Um, it, it's They're a whole different person. They're a whole different personality. It's like you're talking to one person, and then all of a sudden you're talking to somebody else completely. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. crazy to see. And sometimes I can see how it does get violent, you know, because this personality, docile as hell. Well, the next person that you keep caged in the back of your mind... Where does all that anger go, you know? It's also, like, probably different from person to person like it is with, like, anxiety and depression, you know? Like, not everyone's going to be the same. Like, schizophrenia isn't one Mm -hmm. solid thing. And that's why it's so hard with, like, people that have schizophrenia and stuff like that, like, getting treated and stuff because they're all so different. You never know Mm -hmm. what's going to work for the one person that might not work for the other person. All right. <laughs> we rambled on about mental health, but... It's an important subject, it though. It is. And in the last one, we talked about... Because Pazuzu's mom thought that alcohol was helping his mental health issues when he was 13. And that would help him um, somehow keep it all under control and, like, live a normal life. And It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It does not... Nope. That's that's not, especially like, because before he even got out of high school, he was already an alcoholic, already on all these hard drugs, and like, that mixed in with unknown mental health problems is like recipe for disaster. Like... Well, at such a young age, you're stunting the growth and brain development at that point so severely that, like, he's never going to get out of the current stage he's in. You're going to set him in stone. Yep. He's not going to know how to be in, like, life. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's never been treated properly for his mental illness, then, like, uh, we were talking about how, like, um, hallucinations and stuff like that, he's not going to know when that's mental health. Or he might just think sometimes, not all the times, obviously, oh, I'm still tripping yeah. type of a thing yeah. where it's, like, it be, the line becomes I don't even very know blurry. what's reality and what's not. Well, he, yeah. he would receive seizures and stuff, wouldn't he? I think so, yes. And even with, like, drinking, if you're, like, a hardcore alcoholic and you stop for a little bit, you have a very high chance so of getting bad. a seizure. Yeah. So with him and he got a seizure, that could have just been him thinking, oh, I need to drink more now because yeah. I'm, I'm too low on That's what's really seizures. hard with alcoholics, though. That's like, why in that's treatment why they and stuff, they got yeah, to very carefully watch you because you can just have a seizure from the lack of alcohol now because your body is so dependent upon it. Fall into a coma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gets worse with harder drugs, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, the harder it is, the more dangerous the withdrawals can be. Yeah. And, like, think of a lot of famous people who've talked about their self getting clean. Like, Ozzy Osbourne's yeah. uh, Under the Graveyard music video shows a very good concept of how he was trying to get clean with Sharon helping him all that. And just seeing all that, like, in a music video is just, Nuts. like, a huge eye-opener for a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, let's get back into the three victims um the first one was josh josh wetzler i always say his last name wrong uh he was 32 years old he's the one that pazuzu shot um he's the one in the last episode part one that we were talking about kind of had everything going from 
for him. He had like a uh, the dream farm where they're gonna rehabil- rehabilitate rehabilitate horses and like start their family, settle down. Wife was pregnant. He got busted because he ordered shrooms through the mail, which is such <laughs> a bad move. You don't order shrooms through the mail. And in a small town. That made, like, front page news, so he couldn't get a job, he couldn't, like, he had to live in basically a rundown trailer, eventually he couldn't even afford that, and he was kind of forced to hang out with, or chose to hang out with, the same group as Pazuzu. Nowhere else to turn, so he's like, fuck it, might as well go here. Go where they accept whoever. Yeah. Yep. Which really sucks if the system's like that, you know what I mean? Like, one fuck up and you're... Fucked. Don, especially in a small town. We're not, we're not talking about that. Sorry. Cricket, cricket. You probably won't be fucked for life, right? Just for I thought it was getting months. taken off years, after a few 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. They're not even sure. Oh. You have us to come to, not some meth head with a fake ass cult. It's because I yeah. am the Satanist of the group. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not. I mean, if Zach were to start a cult, I would totally be down for it. <laughs> as long as like you don't make me drink Kool Aid. Please don't make me drink Kool Aid. It wasn't even Kool Aid. Like it was Flavor Aid. <laughs> it was fucking Flavor Aid. <laughs> Jonestown could their not cheap afford name brand fucking Kool-Aid. twenty cent Kool Aid. So they're like, let's get the five cent Flavor Aid. Fuck your Power Aid. No, I'm gonna call it Pow Aid. Killing everybody anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely a future. Because it powers you out. Drink my Pow Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the second victim was Tommy Welsh. He was 36. Um, he's the one that Amber shot. He was walking to, like, meet up with his brother and met Pazuzu and Amber and kind of, like, a little group of theirs, I guess, and then became friends, went back to his house to hang out, and Amber just shot him one day. Like, that was it. Isn't that the Any one reasonings? where the mom came out and, like, saw it happen, or was that the uh, different one? Yes. Were these just shit? I didn't say murders? that yet in this part. So for <laughs> Josh <laughs> well Wetzler. Is that kind of question for you? Are these just shit and giggle murders or was there yes. any reason behind them? Just randomly, hey, I don't like Pretty your pouch. So for Josh <laughs> Wetzler, um Pazuzu's mom Cynthia actually heard the gun go off. She walked out of her room and like down the hall to say like what the fuck was that? And Pazuzu was standing over Josh with a gun, and Josh was, or Pazuzu was like, oops, let's go back in your room and talk about this. And then Cynthia ended up being like, okay, I'm going to continue getting ready for work, and I'm going to leave. This never happened. And Pazuzu's like, I'm going to finish him off. Well, and then Pop for out. Tommy, Tommy Welsh, um, when Amber shot him, same kind of same thing happened where um, Cynthia was there and then Amber basically was like, get back in your room. Like, you didn't see any of this. And she... Just go away. Didn't happen. Yeah. Control with fear. Yep. And then there was Nicholas and Pazuzu who killed Joseph Chandler, who was 30. Uh, he was the one who was walking to, like, the store in the town. I think it was more of a gas station. They ended up getting him into the car, taking him down to this, like, River Creek area... And then they tried to shoot him with a shotgun. Shotgun jammed. 
So they went back to the car to get another gun, but it ended up being involuntary manslaughter for Nicholas and involuntary manslaughter after the fact for Pazuzu. Shit really pissed me off. Yeah, involuntary manslaughter means you didn't do it on purpose, but they went back to get another gun. Obviously they did it on on purpose. purpose. Pazuzu got five years of felony probation for that. No time. Served. Just probation. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he was in jail for like a few days while they were like waiting for trial, but that was it. See what I mean? The cop was afraid of him. They just, like, they didn't want to fuck with him. They were like, okay. It was involuntary manslaughter after the fact. Like, drives me nuts. Okay, so finally, Matt Flowers uh, gets the police's attention by basically saying, you guys have seven days to catch this guy, otherwise I'm going to kill him myself. Here's all my information. They gave him, or he gave them, um... His military ID, his actual ID, address, name, social security number, everything. So you can like, have me in prison, whatever, I don't yep. care, but I'm going to go kill this guy if you don't do something about it. Like, I'm giving myself up yep. for this. I'll be back in seven days to turn myself in, basically, is what he's saying. Yep. I don't know if that was a coincidence, like if they were already planning on taking Pazuzu down that same week, or if Matt actually pushed them to, like make things happen faster. With that kind of promise, I'd say he pushed them. Probably, especially in a small town. Especially after already three murders and they haven't really done shit. mm -hmm. Especially, like, they've already charged him with involuntary. Like, I feel like the cops really weren't going to do nothing until they're like, all right, we're going to stop another murder while we can. Yeah. Actually pay attention to what this guy's saying and come to their fucking senses. Yeah. Yeah. So I found the search warrant. (laughs) And... This pissed me off because they kept track of everything. When Matt went in there, they um, he said they had, like, file folders, like, multiple on Pazuzu with all this evidence and information and claims and everything. And they put that all in the search warrant. So, like, for a search warrant, you have to have, like, it has the name, the place, what they're intending to find, and then it has, like, a list of reasons why they feel that they have the right to search the place mm-hmm. and then what they're wanting to take, and then a list of what they actually took. And I found it, and I was curious, so I looked at it. And the first one dates all the way back in 2009. And that was when Alan Billings' daughter, Pazuzu's neighbor, reported saying that her dad said that he helped um, bury and dismember Josh. And then eventually, because of that claim, a cop did go out, um, Lieutenant Foster actually, on October 4th, so the next day, and he went there and without an actual search warrant, and Pazuzu was like, oh no, bro, you can't come in here. Like, you're not coming in my house. And uh, Lieutenant Foster saw a cat and a pool in the yard and figured, that explains the kitty litter and bleach. And that's all that he wrote. You don't put bleach in a pool. You put chlorine in a pool. You do. What? Yep. (laughs) Yeah, there's pool bleach. So, yeah, but did so he have people. actual bleach or pool bleach? But there's no actual Doesn't proof matter. that there was a body in the kitty litter in the basement. I mean, maybe because he did, or someone they did say. Him in kitty litter? No. Chad, they were in the backyard. He used kitty litter and bleach to try and get rid of, like, smell mm, like and, like, clean well, it. Well, Pazuzu said that he had killed yeah. two oil. prostitutes and that they were buried in the basement in kitty litter and bleach to, like, keep the smell away. That was never confirmed, though. Okay. So, like, I don't know why they thought that when they were talking about Josh. Two different stories that right. he had told. Like, I don't know. 
That was in there. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. And then in 2009, there was an anonymous caller saying that Tazuzu had killed someone. With a T. Uh, Yes, with a T. And detectives weren't smart enough to put two and two together right away. And they were like, oh, it can't be the same guy. There's no way. just another Zuzu running around. Yeah. Right? Real common name around here. A small (laughs) town, yeah. Yeah, in 2010, they got two anonymous emails saying Pazuzu's, from Pazuzu's mother... And yeah, like Pazuzu's mom actually called and About reported them. About fucking time. Yeah. And then in 2010, that's when Stacy, Josh's fiance, I don't think they ever actually got married, came in and she was like, oh, I heard a rumor that my ex-boyfriend basically is buried in this guy's backyard. And then they finally ended up searching the house in like 2014. But all this was included in the search warrant. So like they had all of this before pre-documented. Yep. I don't understand them. Why don't they do things the right way? Yeah, I don't know. I will never, ever understand it. Amber was charged. One of his fiancés is what he called them. Uh, She got charged with... She got the murder of Tommy, the one that was sitting on the couch that she just randomly shot. And then uh, she got accessory after the fact and a minimum of 39 years. The accessory after the fact was because she helped dismember and bury Josh. Accessory to murder. But still, a minimum of 39 years seems a little low compared to what I see most well, serial games. So a life Even... sentence is 25 years. That's what mm-hmm. they consider a life. That's how you can get multiple life. And they say life for 25 years because after being locked up for that long... It's really hard to come back to the real world because you get institutionalized basically at that yeah. point. It you don't remember. On the state though, too, like the state of Minnesota, it used to be twenty five, but they actually just up their life to forty. Life is forty years in Minnesota now. But yeah, no matter what, after Damn. so long in yeah. a prison, you kind of become institutionalized yeah. where you can't come back out, and that's why the term life comes into factor there, because after being there for that. after being there for so long. You're so used to that way of living, and you can't come back to the like real world. Like, they just world. die and come back, and then live it and again in, there, in prison, yeah. and then they die and come back, like, five times. Yeah, say, <laughs> say a 20-year-old or something gets a term of life. Now, when it was they back to 20... to, like, their 60? When it was back to 25 years, even, now you're spending more than half your life locked up. Damn. Even if yeah. it's 25, you don't get out until you're 45. So that's, like, 25. That is a long that's time. a long time. And mm-hmm. just living to that lifestyle, that mindset. That's why it pisses me off when they, like, put the wrong people in prison because they've missed out on so much West of their life Memphis that you can't three? get back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one will forever just, like, piss me off. Yeah. Crystal Matlock, another one of his fiancés, was charged with accessory after the fact, and she got four years, and then ten months of it was time served, and she was released in 2017. And her parole ended in 2019. Isn't that long ago? No. I wonder what she's doing these days. Oh, she's gotten arrested plenty of times since then. I was going to say more accessories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lock her away. Uh, Bye, Felicia. 2020, she was arrested for felony possession of a firearm, multiple drug charges, larceny, and five counts of obtaining property by false pretenses. What even is larceny? Uh, Theft. It's Uh, a type of theft. Fancy It's like stealing personal property, I think. Is what it said on Google. I looked it up. Uh, she was put on parole for nine months again, and that ended in June of 2021. 
Uh, Pazuzu was found dead in a pool of his own blood in his cell on October 28th, 2015, around 3 a.m., but he wasn't really pronounced dead until 4 a.m. because they tried to resuscitate him and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't with how he killed himself. Yeah, so it, before, <sighs> before he killed himself, there was a safekeeping request, is what they called it, uh, where they transferred him to a different prison, basically. And that can be because of, um, he's either going to harm himself, other inmates, or prison staff. It was a private one, so it doesn't say exactly what it is. Could have been somebody else. He was trying to bite his own arm off in the other one. Yeah, I was gonna say, I got the, um, autopsy report. Yeah. Well, and they, they say that it's suicide, but... When they talked about it at the police report, the cop would not give any details. And they even asked, like, could this have been somebody else? Could somebody else have killed him? And they're like, we don't know. We have no information. We can well, how do you that. even really tell with something like that, honestly? Yeah. like There's I'm... CCTV inside of the police units. So, like, you should be able to see somebody come and go from a cell at some point. True. And, and they would have been dead. They probably didn't care, honestly. They're like, right. fuck it, at least right. they're dead. Right. Well, they, Inside job. How many, how many reports yeah. did they get that he was, he was murdering people before? they actually did something now it's a prisoner in the same county could have been it was easily could have been inside 20, job. Yeah. 20 different people but over 50 different things that they wrote down on the search warrant as to reasons why they wanted to right it was five four or five pages probably of reasons why they wanted to search See, the place the police waited that long to do something about him can you imagine they don't care if it was yeah. him suicide and or somebody else killed he's him. gone he yeah. was he's dead. Yep. he was supposed to be on suicide watch but i got the autopsy report and the official cause of death was technically suicide due to a large laceration in his arm but they said they couldn't figure out what caused that. So it was a weapon they never found. Yep. And um, one of the editors for the local paper said that off the record, um, one of the people said that Pazuzu had chewed through his own arm. And said he dremeled his teeth and stuff. Yep. That's, and he yeah. went teeth for an artery. <laughs> That's why they transferred him, too, from what I, I was listening on the Vice documentary. Yep. He said the reason he was transferred from the regular uh, prison to the holding cell that he was in when he passed on was because he was trying to chew through his old arm. And multiple yep. inmates and multiple prison guards were there to attest to him attempting to chew off his own arm. Mm-hmm. One girl had a boyfriend who was in the same prison as him, and she said that when her boyfriend got out, he said they shut down the whole prison saying that Pazuzu chewed through his own arm. Jeez. Which I don't know why they would shut down the prison for that, but like... Kind of like a I mean, maximum security lockdown. lockdown. Yeah. Gotta keep Any put everybody Any sort of violence that happens, they normally throw it in lockdown. Yeah. Gotta yeah. figure out what's going on and Count control the, the situation. Yeah. But it's still don't kind let it of... escalate. It messes with me because usually in an autopsy report, um, it says anything unusual... With the body. So it marks down all of your tattoos. I was um, waiting for this. It had his, like, split tongue on there and all that. But the only thing it said for his teeth... Wasn't it like he had, like, normal teeth, pretty much? Uh, teeth, yes. upper and lower natural, in fair condition, with several several caries? Cal- no, caries. 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 And remotely chipped left and right incisors. 
Incisors. Incisors. There we go. I don't know. Dental stuff. That's all it said, which I looked it up, and that basically means he had gross teeth. Nothing about them being jumbled down to points, though. Which is something you think they would have mentioned. Well, it's a super unique thing, and it's yeah. even in, like, his mug shots and, like... Carries well, are not cavities. necessarily... Carries are cavities? Yep, carries are cavities. Cool. They probably had to be super... Like, Meth um, broken down. Well, they had to probably be like super specific about it, you know, scientific about the words that they use because I mean, it's an autopsy report, so the coroner has specific words. They probably don't use. have the options to use dremeled teeth. Right. Yeah. And teeth dremeled down to fine points. It doesn't really sound like there was. But it a it wasn't in there. there anywhere. Like there's like um so it goes through like um. That might have been why they called it caries because it talks about tooth decay. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. I guess. And my teeth what, can get what sharp, say, too. What did it say for the chipping of the teeth? Yeah. Uh, several, basically, cavities and remotely chipped. Chipped. Remotely chipped. So maybe they mean, like... At the tip, remotely rem- chipped? Remotely is in, like, specifically. Like, he's controlled. chipped away in remote locations to make it exactly controlled. Maybe, yeah. I just, I'm surprised that they didn't put it in, uh, at the end of the autopsy report, there's like a paragraph of like the uh, forensic pathologist notes. Yep. And I'm just surprised he didn't. notes? No, he didn't put it in there at all. Well, well, and because they they, they even stated that there was no weapon found in the cell that he would have used to harm himself, they don't know what he used. You would think they would mark down the teeth thinking it could be a possible weapon. Because they're so sharp. Look for blood in the teeth. Right, right. Yeah. Look for blood or chunks uh, of skin skin and flesh. Yeah. Like, that's I, why I can't. My teeth can get sharp just as my natural tooth like decays. Just like, excited that he's quick, gone. Yeah, did a quick autopsy report to fill out the bare minimum they needed to do and then put a tag on the toe. Sadly, some mm-hmm. prisons just really don't give a shit no. about the inmates. Yeah. And with a town that's already terrified between a war between exactly. guns, evil. just deserves. Very religious yeah. town, yeah. now yeah. the Satanist, the uh, Antichrist is dead. Like, yeah, and Jesus rules over Jesus all protected again. us. The Antichrist yeah. is gone. Yeah. So they're, they're going to put him on a cross, uh, metaphorically, you know? They're not going to care what happens to him. He's gone. He's That's gone. it. Bye-bye, Pazuzu. Yep, he's gone, so... Uh, <laughs> Pazuzu and Amber had, like, a super weird relationship. People said it was abusive, but it was, like... Um, not your average abuse. Uh, Matt said that they would go into a room together and Pazuzu would cut her. He would drink her blood and then come out and act like he had some sort of special power because of it. It's not a vampire. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I don't know. That's gross. You can get blood poisoning. You would have to be drug- on drugs to be able to stay in the same room. With I'm this not guy and like. Not be like, oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Exactly. I'm not kink shaming, but like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Some people, especially after being denied from the, your entire society of a town, to have to go to this dude's house. Some people's mindsets just get that way. It's yeah. the worst case scenario. It's Rock their bottom. last resort. Right. Of having some sort of of shelter. Instead of becoming, you know, grotesque, becomes satirical, becomes funny, you know. It becomes your life, your normal. Big old joke, big old Mm -hmm. game, yep. But I looked into it, and blood is not meant to be in your stomach. Whether it is is your own blood, an animal's blood, or somebody else's blood, you can get, it's like a big word and then blood poisoning. 
And that's very dangerous. So I'm surprised that he didn't end up with, like, multiple hospital visits because of all the rabbit, squirrel, human, his own blood that he was drinking. Like, yeah. I mean, it probably didn't help with... He might have had these conditions, but just not have known it because he was so, like... Fucked mentally up fucked up yeah. that he just like it could have been very the drugs pale, it so could have been tell that it might have been over calcified and mm-hmm. over oxidized mm-hmm. he was very pale yellowish with those deep sags underneath his eyes you, you could tell he wasn't a healthy guy definitely had some health issues going on on top of the his mental issues that would defer me from being able to be around him the worst is the described smell in the house. That must Only showering once on And imagine air. being the people living across the street and like next door neighbors because it's like here. Your neighbor, like your neighbors aren't that far away. Mm-hmm. You would smell that shit. Literal shit. Yeah. It's disgusting. So, unfortunately, the one kind of good guy in the story, Matt Flowers, was in a very bad motorcycle accident on November 7th, 2020. He broke almost all the bones in his face, his left arm, his neck, parts of his back, some ribs. Uh, He needed a ton of surgeries and um, therapy and stuff to learn how to walk again. (laughs) The one guy that actually probably helped the case. Got fucked up. This is why karma sucks sometimes, because it doesn't hit the right people. Yeah. He is still recovering. He made it through everything. He's still recovering, and um, his insurance almost paid for everything except for some of the surgeries and his teeth. And I figured I would shout out his GoFundMe, because he's like less than 1500 away from his goal to get everything finalized. Was this, was this recent? Like, he's... He's still going through the recovery process? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. He still well, is. how this happened, I'm sure. Because it takes years for some... A lot of this stuff to get. Yeah. five years. Right. Yeah. So his go GoFundMe is Matt Flowers. It's just M-A-T-T-F-L-O-W-E-R-S and then recovery. It should pop up right away. I have a lot of respect for this guy and I think he deserves to get that kind of stuff fixed. Like, mm-hmm. he really made a turnaround for this situation. I was watching him on Instagram and looked all of them up. I wanted to see where they were today and he had some of his dental work done, but there's still a lot that needs to be done. So slow progress. Yep. But eventually it'll happen. Uh, the home was deemed uninhabitable and Cynthia basically had a choice to fix it up or give it to the bank and let them destroy it. And that's exactly what she did. She couldn't afford to. And um, the bank obviously took it. (laughs) They ended up tearing it down on April 7th, 2015. And the neighbors had, like, this huge gathering. And everyone was, like, celebrating. They were like, woohoo, we're celebrating. We got a picnic spread and, like... It was Finally like a whole out gone. thing. Bodies in that backyard, and you're just picnicking? Like, well, th- they had already taken the bodies out, but they yeah, were like, but still, you, shouldn't, you should be, like, mourning, and they'd be putting flowers. Well, I think it was more of, like, they're celebrating that the, the tragic stuff gone. is finally so, over, and... Yes. <laughs> That's what one person said, but more quotes that I got were, um, the house being gone means it can never happen again. For the first time in our lives, we are going to have some peace and calmness in our neighborhood and finally get back to our lives, um, 
we have not had our lives in over six months. And then another person said, finally, some closure on what happened since October. Um, out of sight, out of mind. It's a wonderful day and in a, just an official day that we can move forward and rebuild our neighborhood. I feel like the neighborhood will have some peace now because the evil is not here anymore. And that's all he was, pure evil. So, like, there was mixed thoughts on that day. Like, some people were like, I just, it's gone. Some people were like... Like, even, like, down. I know this movie, movie's not real life, but even movies, like, when they have, like, a, this is an evil house, but they tear the house down, that plot of land is always going to be looked down upon because so that's... That well, yeah. it's like, they... That's where she's going next yep. with this. Is um, the land that the house is on was for sale for many, many years, and finally one of the neighbors bought it for, like, a fourth of the price cheap. that it was worth. And they haven't done anything with it. It's still just land. Bought it so that way nobody else can build wow. on it. And now it's just yeah, safe. It's, it's so funny how they're so quick to say that it's the land. It's the house. And it'll never happen again because of that. And you know what? Honestly, if he would have had better parenting growing up. maybe And then the help he this, needed. Right. Maybe none of this would have happened. Why do you think a lot of schizophrenics turn violent? Like my friend, the schizophrenic. He had a terrible childhood. His mother was abusive and his father wasn't in the picture. Maybe if, like Pazuzu, he had a better life and, and, and he was treated better, they, they would have come to be a better human being from it in the end. And it's because of their upbringing and their lack of... Nurture that. versus like nature. My, my, childhood, my childhood versus my upbringing. I'm really, really thankful for my upbringing because I probably wouldn't be who I am if I went through my childhood how my childhood was. So, like, yeah, it's very key factor on that mindset of how you get raised because that is how you base your fundamentals of life. <laughs> Monsters can be made. Uh-huh. Pazuzu's mom went to go claim the body and the funeral home was basically like, no, we're not doing a funeral. The only thing we will do for you is cremate his body. That's it. And that is... All we will do. So that's exactly what they did. They just cremated that's him. That's kind of sad. You yeah, should still be able is... to mourn your child. Like, come on. Yeah. I don't think he deserved it. I if think... I'm going to be completely honest, I know it's cold and a, blunt, a, a but I don't think love, he deserved it. A mother's love it. is strong. It's not for him. It's, it's for the not mom. for him. It's I think, for her. I think like, everybody else got the but, closure when the house burned down, but she should have had that closure to be able to say goodbye to Even if she was the only one there. She should have been. I think she should have gone I mean, to a different town to do it, just because it yeah. was still in that same yeah. or small even town. their own little plowland, not in a main cemetery, yeah. but her own area where she could bury her son and go there to visit her well, son. And hopefully, yeah. she was at least given the ashes so she could take right. the ashes. Yeah, and she have was her own private ceremony. She was because mm-hmm. that's okay. that, you know she could do it herself. Because like yeah, a mother. It's very sad when a mother outlives her kid. The whole town doesn't want to be there, and nobody's gonna show up for it. But she should at least be able to mourn the loss of her child. It doesn't matter. I mean, she still lost a child, and a baby in and of itself is innocent. She lost. She probably baby. remembers him as, as the, the innocent little lost. baby. Right. Yeah, as much I as suppose. she does than what he turned into. Just, you know? That's self closure for yeah. sure. 
a mother's love is very strong, and even if you're very messed up, a mother will always love you. I guess you. I can just see both why, sides of it. Like, no, because fuck this guy, he did. Instead of actually going into the police station right away and saying something. I think she, she was scared, and that's why yeah. she never said anything. She was she scared was, of her son. She probably wasn't just scared for herself. She, probably she wanted was to help. Because she loves her son, and she yeah. wants to see him get better. That's and why she, she was just letting him drink, because she thought it helped. She I probably knew him getting locked up would be the best for it him. It got carried yeah. away. Like, yeah. she... 13, sees her son getting drunk for the first time, thinks, okay, maybe this is helping him, you know, a little bit's not gonna hurt. Right. Then he started getting scary and threatening and he wanted to do drugs and he's bringing Mm -hmm. all these people into her house because she owned this house. Yeah. And I think it just got too carried away before she could even realize it, like, what was happening. She thought that she was doing what's best for him but she was being more of a instigator yeah an enabler yeah in no way in no way do i think what she did was right but no matter what a mother outliving her child is sad in itself no matter how bad that child was because a mother will always think of them as he said as their baby that's my baby boy yeah and she didn't get any charges though for knowing about at least two of the murders, she didn't get anything. Not well, cool. even. Cool, the cops knew too, and they didn't do nothing. So. Yeah, but Pazuzu for uh, Joseph, he didn't he didn't fire the gun or anything, but he got five years felony probation for accessory to murder after the fact or involuntary accessory to murder after the fact. It's a long one to say. She should have at least gotten something like that. Like, not necessarily time served. But, like, the but, probation aspect yeah. of it for uh, knowing know. and not doing anything. But then because again, they like might see guys, her as a victim. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you guys were saying, she was forced into... She was hidden out of fear. Yeah, they, they even told it's her like the, the brainwashed. Time, Amber told her to go back in her room and not talk about what she heard. I mean, if somebody has a gun in their hand, they just shot somebody for no reason. They tell me to go back in my room and shut my fucking mouth. I'd go back I'm in my room and shut my, my mouth. Because they don't need a reason to shoot. She did try. She emailed out and cried out for help it's not her fault it took him so long to finally get there yeah I guess I don't it know. really I depends think... on the perspective that you look at it and that's how you gotta see stuff there's always some two sides no Play matter the what the thing is sometimes yeah. I also think that the detectives and law enforcement in this town wanted to just shut it down like wanted to get this case over with and just get the whole thing yeah. done and over with and not talk about it again, yeah. you know, shove it under the rug For, type of a like, thing. Just com- completely forget about it. Yeah, so they probably didn't look into it as deep as they normally would have if it wasn't as um, public, I guess, as yeah. it was. It really just makes me think of, like, Halloween, the movie Halloween, the Michael Myers house. Yeah. It's just abandoned house type in, like, no-go area. Like, that's what this reminds Not me of. Not necessarily sacred, but, right. like... Like, just... This is bad, bad round. juju. Yeah, <laughs> bad juju vibes. Yeah, scary bad vibes. No, 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 no. We don't go there. Ellen Billings, the neighbor that the daughter reported, he didn't get anything because they couldn't prove anything. But there is a website for North Carolina where you can search up every prison inmate ever and view their records. And he gets arrested every few years for a DWI. So. <laughs> he's probably drunk while he's helping yeah. bury the dude. Yup. Oh, come he drink with me and help me bury a body. Yeah. I, I thought that well, was Well, if you funny. got the like, beer. Oh, throw that in there. Some alcoholics, though. They yeah. really are that way. Yeah. Oh, you're offering me alcohol? I'll do anything. Whatever, as long as I got the beer. That's basically what that house was yeah okay so now we get to ask the fun question do you guys think it was 
Nature or nurture? Was he born a monster or was he made a monster? Nurture. I think it's a mix of both. I honestly don't think anyone can be born a monster. There's some people. You are some people though. They're just born with mindsets. They had great childhoods and everything they could ask for, but they just turn dark somewhere. If you look down in every in in the history in the past of every like serial killer or sick twisted mind. You usually find bullying in the school system, or you find parents at home with problems, or auntie and uncle, or sexual abuse, or... Not always, um, though. There are instances where they've, like, I can't remember what case it was, but there was a case that I listened to from Morbid that this dude had, like, the perfect childhood. They weren't necessarily like rich and fancy, but they weren't poor. You know, he was raised what fine. And maybe, maybe it was the that school. On maybe it was. You know, from the outside looking in, my family looked great, but I could tell you right now, it's, it wasn't. It was hell. I think with Pazuzu, it was a mixture of undiagnosed mental health, yeah. along with not necessarily a bad mom, but a mom that didn't know how to handle that. Yeah. Along with just being an outcast in a small town. I think it was kind of like snowball effect. Like one thing and after another. And especially with like the boyfriends and stuff that she had when he was growing up. I feel like that also didn't help. Like, you know, a lot of... I think I said this in the previous... Um, the last part where like a lot of people that don't have a stable male figure in their... Like yeah. a father figure in their life, they end up having issues with it and sometimes it gets more intense than others and with a lot of attachment issues because they're so close to their mother mm-hmm. that they want that kind of relationship out of a significant other but they only know the relationship they've seen between a volatile father and mother so that's all they can provide that's all their brain really thinks right. of it's what comes to mind right. right away and again i think that's that's a nurture thing that's something like they learn over time you know i feel like if Pazuzu would have been born into a happy two-parent home who goes to church every Sunday. And been able to get the help that he needed. Right, and and to have parents who are like, no, you can't have people come over. No, you can't go out and do this. No, you can't be drinking at 13. I feel like he might still have rebelled. He might still have been some sort of a Satanist. But but maybe he'd be in a straighter line. Right, right. Well, and maybe those kinds of parents would have been able to provide, like Kenzie said, mental help, like support for his mental health issues, and that would have drastically altered the that he chose to take. Exactly. I also think that Cynthia, the mom, fucked up a little bit. Um, not necessarily as a mother. Well, that a little bit. But as a home owner, because she owned that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She could have either told Pazuzu, go to rehab, get sober. Yeah. Get out of my house. Know you're not having people over. Clean up your mess. She should have put her foot down. And exactly. Taking control in the beginning of it. Exactly. At yeah. what age did he get his hands on his first gun? At what age did she, she start becoming afraid and sleeping with one eye open because she's worried he's going to come in and shoot her? 13? When he was drinking? Probably. Met, met an older Maybe. Because if my 13-year-old had a gun, I... You run the house now, bud. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm not even anything, and I can't afford to leave, so I'm just stuck in this misery. And there's also that guilt that comes with being a mother. I created this. She could have called the cops, though. And, Again, like, as much as it sucks, but, like... She tried a few times. Again, there was that guilt. Yeah, they, they wouldn't do anything, but there's that guilt. Like, this, this is my son. I did this. I created this. So somehow... 
This is I mine. should be the one to take care of it because this is my fault. Exactly. Well, there's one proven time that she reported to police and the detectives what happened. But then um, in an interview later on, she did say that she was some of the anonymous emails and callers. It can't be proven, but she did say that she was, so... In fear, maybe he'd find out that it was her, yeah. and right. so did it anonymously. But right. what can they really do with anonymous information? You don't know where it came from. Even if, you get, it is. even if you get him locked up, he a dude like this has his followers, and they'd listen to his words. If you don't yeah. get him locked up for the right thing in the right amount of time, he's who, just going to get out. And who's the only person who knew some of the information that got him locked up? He's, uh-huh. They're going to get his own mother killed, you know? Especially because these people that lived with him didn't give a fuck about anything else. They had nothing to lose. And after he got only five years of felony probation for coercing someone to murder another person, living out his Charles Manson fantasy, like, I'd be terrified to report him, too, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, this guy's going to get away with it again. They're not going to lock him up. Like, I I do respect the guy who went in and and did say, you know, if you don't fucking kill him, I'm going to take it in my own hands. It's because... he wasn't even around for most of it. He was friends with him in his younger years because they grew up together. And then then it got got so bad. He got deployed. So he was overseas. He was fighting in the military. This was nothing to him now. Right, he has no idea (laughs) what's going on. Comes home, hears about everything that's going on, checks on Pazuzu, sees what's going on, and that's when he decides to go to the police station and says, you don't handle this motherfucker, I'm gonna. I don't care if he's my friend from God knows when, I'll fucking kill him. Yeah. Sometimes you need that that. vigilante. There's a little push to do what's right. Well, if anybody was going to do it, it's going to be that motherfucker. Old friend from the past. He knows everything. He's not afraid. I wouldn't fuck with him, you know what I mean? He's already been on the front line having people shooting at him. He's a fucking vampire. (laughs) He's up next to a military (laughs) man. He's going to get his ass beat. (laughs) Dude in the military, he... He went around having people shoot back at him. He's not going to be scared of some scrawny oh, dude no, this pulling a gun on him. one guy right, is exactly. going to pull a gun on me. He's well, joke's on you. I've had three. Guy. Oh, you guys are a house full of tweakers. You really have no clue what's going on. And that's another thing. The guy, he's high on how many drugs. It's not going to be hard as hell for him to take the gun right out of his hands and throw it into space. That's and Pazuzu's not getting that gun back. Well, and if his gun, if his shotgun jammed, his guns were probably very dirty. Yeah. Like, because he wasn't yeah. keeping maintenance oil. like a, yep. a military man would. You clean your gun. Yep. And this dude's not cleaning his gun, so they're jamming. And That's kind of another reason that I think um, he should have gotten, like, a longer sentence for the first one. You go <laughs> yeah. back and get a second gun, you How are... How did you not premeditate that? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Click, click. Oh, be right back. Shit, yeah. hold on. <laughs> Like Let me go grab my backup. Did one stay and hold him down? The other one, what a long process. Were they going to shoot him he in the was, back and not realize? He was blind. The first guy that they killed was blind. What, so he was just wandering no. around? Uh, second, Joseph Chandler, the one they brought down to the river, shotgun yeah. jammed. That one. He was blind? Yeah. That's why they just leave him there? Came back later and were like, oh, there he is, wandering blind. Well, they said the gun no, was in the, the car. No, it was in the car, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were like, I gotta go back home real quick. Just wait here. Okay? Be stay put. You're not gonna know where to go. You're blind. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go was, get the food. It was, Fall in the river. My job's easier. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't gonna do it. <laughs> it was heartbreaking, though. Because Okay, so we're all smokers. You know how long it takes to light a cigarette, yeah. right? Couple seconds. Yeah. Uh, Joseph's mom said that <laughs> he 
was found with an unlit cigarette near his mouth. So he didn't even have time to light his cigarette oh. before he died. And I was like, oh my God. Like, that you is. You can't even let me have my last cigarette, you son of a bitch. I'd be <laughs> pissed. <laughs> I mean, I'd be dead, but I'd be pissed. I'm coming back to haunt your ass. Exactly. <laughs> I was more thinking of, like, how long it took to actually shoot and kill him. Like, not that fast. Well, I mean, it, yeah. it yeah. doesn't take long to pull a trigger, so <laughs> it's kind of a pull gun. Well, and they could have been like, wait right here, we'll be right back, bro. And they went to go get the gun. He's like, so he's oh, like, I'll just light it. a cigarette while they're bam. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder when they're going <laughs> to... Well, they should At be back. At least he never saw it coming. <laughs> This is the type of shit I was talking about. If you find that offensive, unfollow. I don't want you're gonna hear it too much. You have an explicit thing, don't you? Yes. Explicit. Yes. We are super explicit. They know we're fucking assholes, right? Like. Dark comedy is the comedy to go. I mean, if you can't laugh your way through life, even about, like, the dark shit, what's the fun of life? And I mean, hey, there's a Satanist here. Get used to it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> ah, Satanist! God ain't gonna help you. Ave Satanus. Ave Satanus. One and only. May the power of Christ compare him. Ave Satanus. Compare. Compare you. <laughs> May the power of light call <laughs> Actually, it's just disgusting and sticky. No, it, it's Wildberry yes. Asia. <laughs> Actually, oh, that probably hurts you. I'm sorry if that hurts. Oh, you guys made me sticky. <laughs> it's not the first time he said that. Okay. First time with this many people around. No. <laughs> Never had a four-way, huh? <laughs> Learning things today. I knew I was going to be part um, of an orgy. I'm keeping my clothes on, thank you. <laughs> it's called a PG-13 orgy. <laughs> what are you, kiss Show each other on the cheek? Squeezy, squeezy. Rubber duck noises. <laughs> Let me honk them honkers. <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> That's the noise my make. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can follow Kansas us on. Shoot tits. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Claw Crip Podcast. Tweet us. Yes. Email any spooky stories. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Email any spooky stories or cases you want us to look into to uh, the Clock Crypt Podcast at or the Clock Crypt at gmail.com is the email. Send them in. Yeah. Send them so I don't have to make any. Okay, so I'm gonna do a teaser for my next episode. See, I knew it was an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> So, mine is about a very popular, not so popular, a very hated Infamous. doctor. Ooh, I know what this is. Doctor who? I'm no. not going to say it. He's fucking beloved. 
Okay, so my next episode that I'm looking into is one of the first documented in the UK. It was super infamous, and I really didn't, like, know a whole lot about it until I actually started digging into the research, and there's so many, like, grimy details, and I think it's going to be a three-parter because there's so much in there, and I want to make sure that it's perfected, but I think I'm ready for part one, so I think we can do that one next if you're ready for it. Yeah, so follow. I'm super excited, so stay tuned for that one. Do the things, and yeah, We'll see you soon. Hope you enjoy. Bye.